Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh. Hello. Aren't you in the wrong room, Mr. Bond? Not from where I'm standing. Welcome and good evening, everyone, to the Really 007 podcast. I'm Tom Pickup, and tonight I'm joined by Mr. John Kell. Hello. And we are celebrating 60 years of James Bond with someone who we consider to be the greatest female villain in the series. We really can't believe this. We are here today talking with Luciana Paluzzi, who, of course, played Spectre agent Fiona Volpe from Thunderball. Yeah, unbelievable stuff. Anyway, you can find all our interviews on our YouTube channel and you can listen to them and more on iTunes and Spotify. We're on social media where you can find daily interaction on all subjects, James Bond, and we're on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And I can already tell you, Luciana, that we have discussed Fiona Volpe many times and she's a a source of great love in the fandom, a much-loved character. So yes, John is with me and we just can't believe that we're talking to one of Sean Connery's Finest Bond Girls. Just to give a little introduction to Luciana, she is a star of Italian cinema, and of course, she made her name in Hollywood too. But of course, we know her best for her part as the villainous Fiona Volpe in Thunderball. If I start asking questions about you, yourself growing up in Rome, I mean, what was that like growing up in Italy as a young aspiring actress? Well, actually, I didn't want to be an actress when I was young. Growing up in Italy is not such a bad thing. So I have only pleasant memories, but I did not want to be an actress. I wanted to be able to build and and design uh, ships. Oh, and right. Not yachts, but huge ships. I don't know why I was enamored with the idea, <laughs> but that's what I went to school for. So I went to, in Italy, we have two kinds of uh, school, the the classic and the scientific. And most of the, the girls take the classic because they teach you, you know, languages and Latin and all of that. And I went to... I went to the scientific uh, courses, and I was um, mostly among boys, but that's what I wanted to do. But life, you know, intervenes with their own things and projects, and and all of a sudden you're doing something else. And this happened, if you want to know the story, yeah, uh, yeah, sure. it happened when one night I was having dinner with my dad, my mom, and friends of his, and I was about 14. My father's friends was a very recognized production manager, assistant director. He spoke five languages. So anytime a movie from 
the from the United States would had needed to have uh, shot done in Italy, he would uh, get the job because he was very well known for that. And so he was. We were just chit chatting at the table and. And all of a sudden, he's saying to my father, to everybody, uh, saying, uh, Gianni Gulesco is driving me crazy because for a role that only has two lines, he says he has seen I don't know how many girls and he doesn't like anybody. And <laughs> it's just, that's, that's really uh, so silly. And as he's talking, his eyes laid on me and... And something went through his head and he said, Luciano, do you want to come up tomorrow? Now, you have to understand that my father was a colonel in the army and for him, even being a ballerina alla scala in Milano was something, he, he saw me as a teacher, as, you know, something very serious. The idea of being an actress was not appealing at the time. We're talking like a century ago. I'm not, <laughs> think, I mean, I'm exaggerating, but you know, it didn't was totally different from today. So, uh, but because this was a very good friend of his, he thought it was, you know, just a fun thing. And he said, it's okay, you could go. So I went to the Grand Hotel in Rome with this friend of my dad. And I only knew two, a, a little joke, something in English. Sorry, you will hear my dog once in a while. <laughs> He's welcome. I have two dachshunds. I have two dachshunds. Oh, lovely! So, yeah, one blonde and one brown, and oh. uh, but one is one talks a lot. So anyway, <laughs> I said my three words in English that I knew at the time, and Jean Nicolesco for some reason liked me, and he said, "Yeah, Luciana is uh, is going to do this." So. All of a sudden, I am on a plane going up to Bolzano, which is in the north part of Italy, and with my mom, and we're put in a, in a beautiful hotel, and we're well taken care of, and I'm making money at age 14, and I said to my mom, I'm having such a good time. I said, this is really easy. I, I really would like to pursue this career, and I did, and for a year, a year and a half, I went from two lines to four lines to six lines. And then after a while, I was playing, you know, more substantial roles. And uh, and that's how I started my career as an actress. Was it Three Coins in the Fountain? That, that was the film that yes. you caught their eye. That was yeah. amazing. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three coins in the fountain. Each one seeking happiness. Right. I played the sister, the little sister of Rosano Bracci. Oh. <laughs> well, that's an amazing film to be introduced to, you know, a big Oscar-winning it, film. You know, it, yeah. It was wonderful, but uh, it also was for the Italians only. Okay, I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Well... Uh, it was very funny because my scenes, the scenes were supposed to be outside of Rome, which has, you know, lovely hills. And instead, for some reasons, which I really didn't want to go into it, but we ended up shooting this in Bolzano where we have the Dolomites, you know, with uh, snow peaks and everything. And around Rome, none, none of that exists. So I remember going to see the movie in the cinema and, and all the Italians were laughing when these scenes came up because they knew exactly that there was not Rome oh. or the nearby Rome. <laughs> so I don't think anybody has noticed, you know, no, Hollywood moves, yeah. they're fun. Yeah. You came to the attention, obviously, of Cubby Broccoli and Terence Young because you, you're in the film No Time to Die, the original. I was, yeah, I did um, two pictures with Terence before yeah. that. The no Time to Die and the, what was it called? The Amazons? The, hmm, what's the title of that one? I didn't have a very big role, but he he wanted to, since I'm only five foot four, five feet four. He wanted to show how big the girls, the other girls were. So he put me there as the queen of something. It was just a fun thing. But yeah, but when uh, when the time came for them to make the movie, they um, invited me to go to uh, Pinewood to test with a lot of other ladies. There were a lot of actresses there. I remember going from makeup room to makeup room and say, oh my God, but another one. And, and there were like <laughs> at least 40, 50 girls doing the test for the role of Domino, which was yeah. the last 
interest in the movie. And I did my test. I went back to Rome and I waited and nobody was calling. I didn't hear anybody. And then all of a sudden, like a couple of months later, I get a call from both Cabby and uh, and Harry. And they said to me, Luciana, they were both on the phone and they said, we have good news and we have bad news. I always want to hear the bad news first because yeah. I always want to end up, you know, in a nice note. So I said, okay, what's the bad news? He said, you didn't get the role of Domino. And I just went, my heart sank. I said, what could the good news be then? <laughs> and they said, well, we didn't want to lose you. And the reason we didn't give you that role is because you have already made so many pictures and we want to launch a new face now. Every time we do a movie, we want to have an actress that nobody has heard of. We want to launch a new face. So you you can't do that role because you already worked a lot. So uh, we're going to give you with thought and thought because we didn't want to lose you. And we thought of changing the role of uh, the villainess to an Italian. Uh, it was supposed to be a an Irish girl. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I said, but this is wonderful news because in my point of view, it's more fun to play a villain than to oh, play, yeah, you know, an absolutely. So that's how the story went. We absolutely love the, the character of Volpe and I think you did, you did a, you landed a great deal with that because we love Domino, of course, and she's a beautiful actress as well. But Volpe, we think, is the first proper evil Bond girl, but who was toe-to-toe with Bond, who didn't, you know, <laughs> she wasn't like Rosa Klebb. She was glamorous, but she was also extremely formidable. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And was predominantly evil, not not for turning to the good side like Pussy Galore. And even though you were a villain, you showed such strength of character as Fiona Volpe that I personally don't think the uh, the Bond series has seen since. That's a, a wonderful compliment. Uh, I appreciate it. I, I want to have a copy of this conversation. <laughs> so we I can, can send have, it to you. <laughs> I can have my grandchildren listen yeah, to it. We do mean it, though, because Thank they've... You. They had a, I don't know whether you remember, they had a Xenia on the top later on, and there's no one really else who's come close until Xenia, but we always go back to Fiona Volpe, and I think that's, we do, we're not just saying it because we're speaking to you now, we do genuinely think you're the best thing in that film, and to be the best thing in the biggest ever Bond film in terms of box office, it's just crazy, I think, I think you, you rightly should be extremely proud of your legacy as a, as one of the best Bond girls. Thank you. Best Bond hench women and best Bond villains, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, this is a, a really a wonderful compliment, and uh, would you call me back again tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. Every day. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> every day to start my day off with this, I'm getting an inch taller. <laughs> we do have to say though, growing up and now, I mean, you're a genuinely beautiful lady as well. So there was that we have to say. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So did he did he get on with Claudine Auger then? Um, I <laughs> not. <laughs> Why would you ask that? I, 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 mean, I was just interested you know, because because you obviously yeah, were meant for her part. So 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 so. Okay. I got along better with Molly Peters oh, yeah. and and with Martin Beswick uh, yeah. because I like people that are down to earth and they are humble. And no matter, you know, the bigger I found out in life that the bigger the actors, the the most famous, the more humble and nice they are. The ones that are arrogant and, and full of themselves usually are not so good. They're, you know, whatever. And and Claudine was a little bit too too much for me. I we didn't become friends. Oh, okay. One thing no. that you had over her was that your voice was used because a lot Claudine and a lot of the other Bond girls around at the time were dubbed. So that's another string to your bow, and we, we got to hear your lovely Italian accent. Well, yeah, I and I and I still have it. I haven't <laughs> lost it. I lived in the United States. I don't know how many years. I can't get rid of it. But everybody says it's okay. It's charming. Who cares? And yeah, who cares? I'm not working anymore, so I don't have to prove anything. It is what it is. <laughs> I think one of the reasons why we asked about Claudine Auger was when we see pictures of Thunderball, we see 
we see such a, a happy set. There's so many pictures of yourself with the likes of Sean Connery and and Martin Bezik and stuff. And we'd just love you to just share maybe some of the happy memories of filming Thunderball in the Bahamas. Well, it was like the whole thing was like a fairy tale because having done movies before and after. I still think that that was the most fun movie to to do. The reason being uh, Terence Young. Terence uh, is the real James Bond. Terence yeah, is the yeah. one that really had all the little touches that he he, he thought he taught. See the Italian accent. He taught uh, Sean, you know, to to make things lighter and have a little fun and and the sparkle in the eyes and the little uh, funny things that he does in the picture. They were all Terence, and Terence was bigger than life. Terence was probably one of the most generous human beings I've ever seen. Anybody that had troubles, financial, uh, marital, I don't care what it was, he was always there to oh. listen to him. No, an incredible human being, really. And and he was, as I said, bigger than life. I mean, we didn't have, like in most movies, when you work, you have a, uh, I don't know how you say it in English, where you, where you have lunch, you know, they set up. Oh, yeah, something, yeah. wherever, the on buffet. location. And then you have, you know, tables that are thrown about and you sit wherever you can. Sometimes you sit on a rock. Sometimes it doesn't matter. With Terence, when we had, for instance, all the night sequences on the junk canoe, he had, on the sand, he had prepared a, a tent, a white tent, and underneath uh, it was oblong. There was a long table with white table, a white tablecloth, and candles, and and the champagne was flowing. I oh. mean, I, where there is no other movie that I've ever done again that treated their actors with such luxury. We had to change. Sometimes I had to change in uh, in the bathrooms of a gas station when I was working here uh, they rented a yacht so that you could have uh, you know time in between uh, takes to go rest and uh, it was just an amazing wonderful experience oh, that's really good to, a lot a lot of the people we've spoken to from the Bond films say how good the set was how good it was like a family feeling wasn't it yeah. Well, a family feeling, I think it's practically in every movie. Uh, you really become a family after you work together night and day under whatever circumstances. But more than anything, there was a lot of, uh, like, it was a happy feeling because, again, they knew by then that they had a success in their hands. Harry and Cubby knew that everything was you know, going to be okay. And sometimes uh, on a set, if you have a, a cloud that comes over and doesn't match the, the previous scene, sometimes we had to wait, especially in the Bahamas where the, the weather changes so fast and furious, you had to wait between takes. And most producers and directors and the crew, everybody's upset because every minute costs, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, yeah. whatever. No, not on this picture. On this picture, everybody was like so calm and smiling and happy. There was never, I never had a, such a happy feeling during a movie than while doing Thunderball. I got to meet Barbara was a baby. She was maybe, oh, yeah. what, three, oh. four years old, four oh. years old. And my son was the same age and I got to meet her and, and still today we are such good friends. Oh. She's wonderful. She's adorable. Yeah. She just invited Michael and I, Michael is my husband. Uh, she just invited us to London. We were there on the beginning of October Yes. Uh, for his concert at the Royal Albert Hall. Uh, which was an incredible success, and it was a, just a wonderful evening. And we keep this relationship going. I mean, she's now what sixty-two, something yeah, I think like so, that. Yeah. So I know her since she was a baby, and she wow. has not forgotten. You know, she's so kind and 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 lovely. So that's the oh. yeah. 
It's amazing. That's wonderful. And to I'm hear. still good friends with Martine. We we see each other once in a while when she comes to Los Angeles or if I go to London. I'm very good friends with Marion Dabo. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Sorry that Molly passed away, but. Uh, I was thinking, really, it's very sad, practically, except for Martine and I, everybody else in the movie is gone, from Terence to Sean to uh, uh, Molly Peters to Claudine Auger. Yeah. I mean, we're very few of us are left. Ken Adams did all the sets. Everybody's gone. That's what happens when you grow old. Uh, you lose all your friends and, and, and people that you know and love. I, I seem to see that you and Martine were invited to the event in the Bahamas this year to celebrate Thunderball. That must have yes, been. Yes, that was that was very fun. That must have been quite emotional. It was because I hadn't been back there in a long time, and not only that, but they reconstructed this club. Oh uh, yeah, where I get shot. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we need to talk about that. Bang, bang, whatever. <laughs> yeah. They reconstructed on the and and guess who I dance with. Instead of Sean, I dance with his son, Jason. Oh, wonderful. wonderful. I met when uh, when he was a little baby. Oh. Because he, he was there with Diane Silento. He was there during the filming for a couple of weeks, through three weeks. So yes. I saw him when he was a really little baby. And, and now I met him again with his wife, Fiona. And he's adorable. And he looks a lot like his dad. Oh. And he's really <laughs> one of the nicest human beings we had a good time they invited us to their house for dinner i had my two grandchildren with me and we had a wonderful time it was really a lot of fun that's so good to hear that you know you're keeping the legacy going you're part of that we, we actually spoke to marianne yeah. and i know that she spoke to you about the the bond girls are forever documentary and it's good that yes. the, these people yes. keep the the next generation of bond fans coming because it, I don't yes. know whether you know in the UK, to celebrate 60 years, all the Bonds were shown every week at the cinemas again. So we had the amazing... At the Yeah, the cinema, one, one every week in order. So we saw Thunderball and yourself on the, on the big screen. And because, you know, we're, we're obviously where well, we're in our 30s. It was amazing to see it because we never saw it, of course, the first time round. I'm not saying it was as amazing right. as Bond Mania in the 60s, but my word... That film looks a million dollars, doesn't it, on the big screen? It's a fantastic-looking film. If you think how many years ago it was made, today they use so much, um, you know, they are held by technical yes, uh, possibilities yeah. of, uh, instead of having 10 people, all of a sudden you can have uh, 2,000. I, I, the, the, the thing is, it's like another movie that I made that is like... It's probably one of the worst movies you will ever want to see. But it has a following that it's incredible. It's called The Green Slime, and it was made for MGM. And it was like a science fiction movie that we made in Japan. And the, the director was Japanese, and, and it's so many years ago. And it had no help whatsoever. Technologically, it was really poor. And yet, the people just loved it. It has become like a tradition uh, they see it over and again and everybody knows and when i signed for it it was called battle beyond the stars right. and then all of us we finished the movie and i remember i was in new york and i went to dinner at the copacabana and there are the producers and they said oh luciana we just changed the title i said oh yes what did you what are you calling it so we're gonna call it the green slime and i went <laughs> to faint <laughs> Oh dear. Because, I mean, this certainly is not an improvement on the battle beyond the stars, but yet <laughs> I have people that come up to me today and they say, oh, we love that picture. So you never know. Oh, that's all right. You just yeah. never know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's incredible. You, you mentioned uh, Sean's son. What was Sean like as a man? Because we, we've heard that because, like you say, the biggest stars are the most humble. And, and we've heard that about Sean as well, that he was a lovely gentleman. You know, Sean was one of the most down-to-earth people I've ever met. He actually liked, uh, he didn't like the fuss of no, being, no. you know, no, he, he hated it. And at night, you know, 
I don't know, the, the mayor of uh, the Bahamas would invite people for dinner, you know, Terence and the stars and blah, blah, blah. He'd rather go out with the crew, with the boys. Okay. Uh, and, and yeah, <laughs> and that's the way he was. He was a macho, fun person to be around. And, you know, you hear all these stories after about, you know, not being nice to women. I have no clue. I have no, no idea. No. He was always so nice to me. And I never saw a bad side of him. Uh, we stayed friends. We saw him in New York in his uh, brownstone uh, house that he had in New York. We went and had with him in Micheline, my husband, the four of us. I have such wonderful memories of him being always very pleasant and oh, funny. That's so good to hear. I mean, so what, what was it like actually filming those scenes with him? Because you had some terrific scenes. The, the one in the bathtub... And then the famous with the in in bed with the cages and all that. <laughs> yeah, well, the one in the bathroom with the, with the you know the little sleepers again. That was Terence's idea. Oh, it was a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it was not even in the script. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, he, he he just thought of it while we were there. You know, uh, it, it it was really a funny a funny moment. Since you're here, would you mind giving me something to put on? If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Anyway, I'm very glad to see you again, Mr. Bond. I'm glad to see you again. I had a feeling you've been avoiding me. Well, you see, I had no idea that we were next door neighbors. Oh, they just moved me down this afternoon. It's extraordinary, isn't it? Almost as if... Uh... As if it was intended. Yes, it uh, is extraordinary. Shouldn't you get out those wet clothes? You'll catch your death of cold. And the one in the, on the, in the bed, I have no recollection except <laughs> that I had 40 uh, photographers around while we were shooting the scene because they had brought in on a private plane they chartered a plane to have all the journalists from Europe come to the Bahamas for three days and shoot uh, whatever it was. And somehow when we were shooting, we had all these people around uh, taking photographs. And so that was, but actually, I'm sorry, I take this back. You know, it's <laughs> many years ago, so I have to take it back. We shot that scene in Pinewood. Oh, right. So okay, I don't know right. why. That yeah, day, yeah. that day, they decided to have all these uh, paparazzi and, and some really, actually, really good photographers. I, and I'm ashamed to say that I don't remember the name of the, one of them. Is really very good because I was in Palm Beach in Florida, walking down the street with friends recently, a few months ago. And there is a gallery and we walk into the gallery and hanging on the wall is a photograph in black and white of me and Sean oh. and it's signed by this photographer. 
and it is it's a big one it's not an eight by ten it's it was a very big photograph so i didn't say they uh, oh that's me i didn't say anything i said is that for sale and they said no sorry it's already sold somebody already bought it and i asked how much how much did they pay for it and they, and they said six thousand dollars and I'm thinking, I'm thinking $6,000 for a photograph in black and white. And they said, yes. He said, the photographer is very famous. And, and he took the picture while we were doing the scene. I mean, it's, you could see it. It's Sean and I in bed. So I'm sorry that I don't remember the name of the photographer. <laughs> I should have written it down. That's incredible. <laughs> now look, you know we're going to be too late. Too late for what? The junk canoe. I promised my friends I'd meet them. Perhaps you know them, the Lagos. Questions, questions, all I get is questions. But the music is gonna go on all night anyhow. Enough to drive you wild. Yeah. Do you like wild things, Mr. Bond, James Bond? <laughs> wild? You should be locked up in a cage. This bed feels like a cage. All these bars. Do you think I'll be safe? Obviously, after the scene of you and Sean in bed is, for me, the strongest scene in the whole film where you do your speech to James about not this woman yes. who sings the heavenly choirs. And, I, I mean, the, the writing on that is outstanding, but how you said that with such conviction, it's just amazing. You made a shocking mess out of my air, you sadistic brute. Will you sit me up, please? Hmm. I wonder you can get dressed up quickly. And the way we can have a little talk, you may find it interesting. Come on. I'm coming. I hate to think I'm going to miss anything. And now we can go somewhere for an interesting talk. Friends of yours, no doubt. Come in. You dress quickly too. I didn't see that gun in the mirror. Not that it matters, but that was under the pillow all the time. And when did you find out? Well, you're wearing the same ring as Largo. It's a ring I like to wear. Vanity has its dangers. Vanity, Mr. Bond. Something you know so much about. My dear girl, don't flatter yourself. What I did this evening was for king and country. You don't think it gave me any pleasure, do you? But of course, I forgot your ego, Mr. Bond. James Bond, who only has to make love to a woman and she starts to hear heavenly choir singing. She repents and immediately returns to the side of right and virtue. But not this one. What a blow it must have been. You having a failure. Well, you can't win them all. I just wondered if you could, if you remember any of the lines and you could possibly just uh, recite any of them for us, please. No, no. <laughs> I can tell you, I can tell you, no. I can tell you a line in, uh, in German there oh. for a picture I did with Fritz Lang because for some reason and... I've been wanting to learn German, and I understand it a little bit. I speak French and Italian wow. and Spanish and English, and I wanted to learn German. But for some reason, this movie that I did when I was the 16, I remember <laughs> line uh, in German like if, if it's yesterday. But I don't remember any of the lines of uh, Thunderball. <laughs> well they've gone down in immortality in terms of Bond fandom yeah I remember the the first thing you say to Bond when you're in the car with him you go on that car journey with him you say you'd better fasten your safety belts I remember that because you go, you're going at yeah, a frightening pace I remember pace. that also yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I, I, I remember that yeah. yeah can I have a lift sure thank you you've just about saved my life really my outboard capsized so I had to swim ashore how far do you go? You better fasten your safety belt. What's your name? James Bond. Fiona Volpe. 
fly here often? Do I make you nervous? No, it's just that I have no desire to be capsized twice in one night. Well, at least you won't have to swim ashore. Have you been here before, Mr. Bond? No, I haven't. But uh, this is the road to Nassau. Yes. Eventually. Yes, me too. This is my hotel. What a coincidence. Yeah, it's so convenient. You look pale, Mr. Bond. I hope I didn't frighten you. Well, you see, I've always been a nervous passenger. Some men just don't like to be driven. No, some men just don't like to be taken for a ride. You know what Terence did? He was such a joker. Terence, we would go see the rushes, you know, the, the, yes, the dates, yes, yeah. whatever you call them. And uh, he played games. So, for instance, talking about that scene, he put so I he put behind us. He, there was you know they used a backdrop to oh, for yes, the road. Yeah, yeah. But he, what did he do? He put a backdrop just for us. He told the, the whoever it was the editor to put in the dailies an ocean behind us. So <laughs> it looks like we are with a car in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> and so it was a surprise. Everybody laughed. Or, for instance, there is a scene where Sean is behind the bar and he came in and he's all dressed up from his waist up. And he <laughs> he panned after he finished the, the scene and Sean said his lines. He had the cameraman pan down and the bar was open in a sense that there was no... He, he had legs. He wasn't a <laughs> solid piece of wood. So he pans down, and then we see uh, Sean in his shorts, practically his underwear, uh, <laughs> all naked legs, and a pair of slippers on. And that was... Uh, uh, Terence was continuously having a good time. That's why we remember this as a happy, happy picture. Oh, like you said, you did... No Time to Die with him, and then you did The Klansman with him afterwards, is that right? Yes. Yeah, well, could you tell us a bit about that film? Because it, it seems to have been a bit forgotten. It sounds sounds brilliant. Well, The Klansman was a very... It wasn't a, a, a fun picture to do. Oh, right. Oh, sorry because to hear that. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we had the two stars, Lee Marvin and Richard Burton, yeah, amazing, that yeah. were a little bit temperamental, and, and uh, Richard was such a wonderful lovely man, uh, really wonderful, had a problem with alcohol at the time, and um, we'd never know if they showed up in the morning on the set, so there was always a lot of tension. And instead, the one that was adorable and and every, and so sweet was... Yeah, O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson, right, yeah. O.J. O.J. was an angel. Such a nice human being. I remember shooting scenes at night where it was cold. We would be there until four or five o'clock in the morning. And I saw him one night get up from his chair and go to an extra that was in the movie, an older lady. And he said, please, I don't want you to sit on the floor. Come and sit on my chair. That's how O.J. was at the time. What happened to him after, you know, it's too bad because he was like really a lovely human being. Yeah, that's that's nice of you to say so. Yeah, we haven't heard that before. Drugs and alcohol are not really a good thing. No. Gosh. Well, we also wanted to mention your, your death scene because... That is another highlight of the film. Just filming that, was it? Because you have a nice dance with Sean, and then I'm afraid that's it, isn't it? Did, I mean, were you gutted that you had to die? That, that was the script. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there, is, there is really nothing that I can comment. Uh, I, I had to die, so yeah. I thought that was a great death scene. And this line also was very cute when yes. he puts me down. And <laughs> May I cut in? You should have told me your wife was here.
you come here often? It's no good you trying to escape, Mr. Bond. I don't want to escape. Strange as it may seem, I've grown accustomed to your face. Why don't you come with us quietly? You don't seem to understand. You see, I enjoy my dancing. sister's one out. She's just dead. And I just saw the drummer in the Bahamas. Oh, yes, again. of course, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah, he's still alive and, uh, and drumming away <laughs> as well as he did 50 years ago. That's the fantastic. same strength, the same passion, adorable, yeah, wonderful. Oh. And, I mean, John Barry is, is one of the stars of the film as well. I don't know whether you had much interaction yeah. with him. No, none. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> none. Sorry to say. That was post, you know, and yeah. uh, no. Because you, no. you, you get your own theme, you see. You have your own sort of spectre theme. with you. Do, you, do you still have the, your ring? Because we love that ring. It looks amazing. No. But I'll tell you something. If I would have kept all of the wardrobe and and all the things, I I'd, but a fan gave me one just recently, maybe four or five months ago, they made reproductions and this gentleman brought me a box. We were doing a show uh, somewhere, one of the autograph shows. Okay. And he brought me a box and he said, uh, I want you to have this. And I opened it and he had bought it for me. And and I found out later by from somebody else that it cost him, you know, for somebody who's just a fan to spend four or five hundred dollars. It's a, it's a nice present. Oh. Yeah. And so I do have one now. I don't like it. Mine was better. But uh, <laughs> I, I had to give it back to wardrobe. And I'm so sorry I didn't ask to keep it. Oh. I, who knew, you know? Well, you've got all those amazing outfits as well. You know the the blue outfit that you wear to the Junkanoo, and when yeah. you when you're shooting as well. Oh yeah. Did, I, did you do any of the shooting when it was with Adolfo Celli, wasn't it that scene? Yes, with Adolfo Celli. You know what I saw that blue outfit. We were in Dubai. Uh, oh okay. When was it? Two years ago, two three years ago. We were on our way to India, and uh, they had a, in Dubai. They had a huge, huge show where they had all the things from they put together all the items that they from different Bond movies yeah. so we decided to go and take a look we walked from room to room corridors and it was enormous and saw so many different things from different movies and all of a sudden I turn around the corner and there is this huge photograph of me I mean it must have been <laughs> eight nine feet tall and then next to it there was a cabinet with glass and there was my a mannequin with my blue dress and oh. the blue boa on it the boa, so, yeah. yeah it was fun that's, yeah that's where I saw it recently well two three years ago whatever oh. It's lovely. I'm presuming the golden slippers are still missing, though. <laughs> the golden? The golden... I, I said, I'm joking. We got the golden slippers that Sean Connery gives you in the, in the bath. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Well, I don't know where those are. Oh. <laughs> they probably... They, 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 yeah, sorry. No, I have no clue. <laughs> no clue. Oh, dear. We mentioned Adolfo Celli. How, how was he as an actor? Because he, another prominent Italian actor. That must have been nice to have him on set with. No. Oh, right. Oh, it right. was, again, it was... Oh, yeah. no. Um, you know, I used to not to... They're gone, and I should be nicer. Oh. But the truth is the truth. I mean, Adolfo, again, was very full of himself. Oh, and, right. Uh, not, really, not really pleasant. It's okay. No, no, I, well... I didn't have that many scenes with him, so it was fine. That's interesting, but, though. But uh, I, I didn't fall in love, no. 
No, no, no. Well, I, I think the two of you are sort of both desperate to kill Bond. And in the end, you, you say, no, I want to do it. I think you're the stronger yeah. character. And in the end, he, he fails, doesn't he? he? He fails his mission. And you, you had a better time of it with Bond, I think. Yes, I did. I, yes, I did. <laughs> Boy, you know this picture upside oh, down. I oh, mean, we, you, we really you, do. You re- yeah. <laughs> I, want to see a, I, I want to see a photo of the two of you. You're going to email me. Yeah, we will do, yeah. The two of you. Will you do that? <laughs> we will. We can't promise to be as good looking as um, Sean Connery, though, unfortunately. <laughs> well, listen, it is, you know, good looks don't mean anything. It's it's what's inside the brain and the heart that is the most important oh, thing. We've got a real heart for James Bond, and we we are we do mean it when we say that your character has has been pioneering for the series. We wish we could have more strong female characters because often they sort of say every new Bond film, yes, this is the new Bond girl who's you know better than all the rest that's come before. She's stronger. And we say, well, no, they've been doing it since uh, Thunderball with, with Fiona. You know, your legacy is, if you could see the love you get online from Bond fans saying how much they love your character, I think you'd, again, you'd be overwhelmed, Luciana. Well, it it really makes me feel good. I would think that for the time where really strong women characters didn't exist that much, it was wonderful. Now the leading ladies, the one that plays the leading ladies, are stronger than they used to be. They're more interesting. So it's a whole new generation. You know, everything is changing. I have, uh, yeah, I got a lot of satisfaction out of this movie, I have to say. Yeah. Well, you retired from acting early, didn't you? You you have a wonderful gift. We do think that. I, I retired early because I fell in love and oh. 43 years later because that's how long it has been since I've been married to Michael wow. we still adore each other we have fun together we cry together at commercials where a little dog is lost <laughs> whatever and we we are so compatible and you know when I decided to get married I was married once very briefly and I had a son but then I was alone for many, many years, and I really didn't want to get married again. But when I met Michael, I just thought, you know, I had so much fun from the age of 14 until for years. I worked for 27 years, yeah. and I had a great, you know, great life. Maybe not the career I would have wanted to have, but it was what it was. And so I was at the point where I said, but I don't really have a fulfilling uh, life as a woman, as a wife, as a, you know, I had my mom and my son, and that was the family. I was like the father. I went away to work to uh, support my family, but uh, that was it. So when I met Michael, I said, I'm taking a chance here because if I, he was traveling a lot because he, I don't know if you know anything about him. Yes, well, we but do. Yeah. Look, right, if you look him up, you know what a career he had. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. And uh, and he was traveling a lot because of that. So I I said if I if I go one way to make a movie, I go uh, to Japan, and he has to be in France. We will never be together. So I said I'm going to stop my career as an actress and and see how you know life if I can have what I didn't have until now. As you know, if you don't work for three, four years in in the movie business, at a certain point they say you want to come back, and they say Luciana, who? So because everything goes so fast and furious, but thank God that was the best decision I ever made in my life, and so that's why I stopped young because of him, and I don't regret one day. Oh, so that's so lovely to hear and refreshing, really refreshing and. And you sound like you've you've had a wonderful time. Are you guys married? We are. Yes, we are both married. Yes, we are. No, no. I said I just wish you to have the same happy marriage, fun marriage that I have had. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, that I, I have. I've been married to Jennifer now for ten years, so it's that's that's going very well. Thank you. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. I've I've been married to my wife Rachel for eight years. We have two children, and my my wife Rachel, she's actually half Italian. So uh, so there's, oh, there's a connection is? there. Yeah, yeah. She spent half. Oh, she spent really? some years living in Bari. Oh, in Bari. In Bari, yeah. Oh, 
wonderful. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. I'm very happy to hear that. I have, we have a granddaughter whose name is Rachel. Oh. She lives in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. You've been uh, absolutely amazing, Luciana. Thank you so much. This you're, has been you're welcome. Amazing for I us would guys. love to meet you one day. Yeah. And send me send me a photograph of you guys. We come back to England, which I will, I'm sure. Luciana, you've you've made our dreams come true this evening for us. This is wonderful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, thank you, so, you much. so much. And thank you for every nice word you said to me. Made my day. Thank you, Luciana. You've made our day very thank much. Thank you. So. Thank you. Thank you. You can also hear our massive review of the film Thunderball, where we heap yet more praise on Luciana's wonderful performance. Really the best. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.